clerical work, substituting, interventionist, and inner circle. Today I want to talk about four misuses of instructional coaching. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Faust Mashup. Let's cue that music. Hello and welcome to the Matt Foster Mashup. I'm Matt Foster, your host, and I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me here today. This is our second time doing the live podcast, and last time was a little bumpy, so thanks for making it through with me. Uh, just a little more stressful than I anticipated, but enough about the podcast. Let's talk about the topic. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> Instructional coaches can be one of the most impactful assets on your campus, and that's what they are. They are a, they're an allocation of very limited resources that we have in schools, particularly public schools, and those resources must produce a return on investment. Now, we don't often think of our resources in those terms. Matter of fact, we often, here's a little aside, we often think of resources in terms of, I have this much to spend. We're at the deadline, it's July, we need to spend it. Instead, what if we thought about our resources as assets that create impact on learning? In which case, we would look at our instructional coaches who are highly degreed, highly certified, and sometimes have the greatest experience and impact when they were in the classroom. We know that they are amazing resources. If we misuse them, and I'm gonna show you four ways here in just a moment, if we mis misuse them, we are really misappropriating resources. So let's talk about the first way, and this, this, this happens commonly, and, and if you do, I don't mean to be offensive, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about this misuse of resources clerical work. Particularly here in the middle of the school year, we're starting to gear up, particularly in North America, for testing season. It's not uncommon to have instructional coaches used as clerics, doing the job of sorting benchmarks, preparing papers. There is no reason that we should have some of the best experienced, most craftful teachers working on paperwork. Instead, let's switch jobs. Use a paraprofessional. Use someone whose asset value is much less. A lower resource allocation to do these tasks. Always prioritize the highest asset allocation for the most direct and, and high impact on learning. Misstep number two, misuse, misappropriation number two for instructional coaches substituting. Look, we have sub shortage, we have teacher shortages. Sometimes you're just going to be tight. This is going to require some, some cross training. But when it comes to substitute 
shortages and we use a instructional an instructional coach to sub for a class for a period for half the day for the full day that's understandable and, and frankly they're going to be great in the classroom even if it's not their content area and there's the live podcast again my dog sorry about that the they're going to be great in the in the classroom it's a missed opportunity if we don't video record them if we're going to use them as a substitute let's video record the lesson let's learn from their mistakes let's learn from their expertise and especially if they're not in their content area we get to see their pedagogy apart from content knowledge it's brilliant it's a great use of instructional coaches if they're substituting and you're video recording the lessons for micro learning misstep number three covered clerical work, we covered substituting. I forgot what order I, I gave them in the introduction. We may get out of order here, but number three, interventionists. Oftentimes we have misnomers happening and sometimes it's just the way we have to roll with it, but we use instructional coaches as reading or math interventionists instead of hiring or creating a position for a math, math specialist or just particularly math interventionist. See, McDonald's is a brilliant company, not because they have the best hamburgers in the world. We all know that's not the case. Though they have good ice cream. I have to give it to them. They have good ice cream, but they don't have the best hamburgers. And so their core business is not the best. Why are they the most successful? Why are they worldwide renowned? It's because they create systems. They can hire low cost human resources because they've managed to create systems that with fidelity can be implemented with high levels of reliability. The same should be true for high levels of intervention systems in your campus. That doesn't, that doesn't mean simply a computer program. It means a system where someone is, is well-trained, the system has kinks worked out through a series of A-B testing, it's cumulatively improved, and you can keep your instructional coaches where they have the biggest impact and that's coaching up your teacher teams and your interventionist can be a lower asset allocation but with a strong system it can be a high impact scenario that's number three number four you're gonna have to give me a moment oh man this live this live is not easy we covered clerical work we covered interventionist just now we covered substitute oh this is a big one number four inner circle if instructional coaches are brought into an inner leadership circle but they replace your assistant principals in that circle it's a major major recipe for disaster and often this happens particularly in levels close to the middle school where you don't have associate you don't have a dean of instruction you have to rely on your instructional coaches and your assistant principals are released to do the buses books and discipline it's a major mistake not to include your assistant principals into that instructional leadership circle it's going to create toxicity and tension between the assistant principals and the instructional coaches and that toxicity will undermine your strategic improvement efforts i've seen it again and again clerical work substituting 
interventionist and inner circle. Be careful with these steps and we can maximize the impact that instructional coaches have on learning in our schools. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Math Awesome Mashup. I hope you enjoyed it deeply. I give innovative and inspirational blog posts three times a week. You can catch those at mathfoss.com, delivered straight to your inbox, M-A-F-O-S-T.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I only ask one thing. Please pass it along. Now let's go out there and make an impact.